Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week we try to make it just a little nicer for about half an hour. I play a game with one guest who is guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant. As we play, I assign their answers points based on how much they cheer me up specifically. The winner at the end wins a $100 donation to the cause or charity of their choice, and we each give a pep talk to a person or a group that we think need it this week. Because it's not all about me here, it's just mostly about me. If you're listening to this podcast on the day it comes out, the presidential election in the United States is in progress, so it is an extra stressful time. But fortunately, I have a guest who is uniquely qualified to make my election day. My guest today is a hilarious stand-up comedian and the co-head writer of Full Frontal with Samantha Bee. Please welcome to the show, Mike Drucker. Hey, Mike. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you for being here. How are you holding up? I am holding up okay. I live alone and don't have a, a significant other. So mm-hmm. it is like half kind of easier because I don't like have to like realize that I don't want to be with someone 24 <laughs> seven, Yeah, but also harder because I'm slowly going insane. And like, I've reached a point where like, I'll talk to things in my apartment just <laughs> without thinking about it. Like, I'll be like, like, like my freezer has like a leakage problem. And I'll be like, you always do this. Like, <laughs> Oh, classic freezer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, oh, okay. All right, everybody. Like, I've literally said, all right, everybody. To no one. <laughs> How have you been keeping yourself feeling okay while you have to, like, cover politics through comedy every week? Um, well, TV writer salary is more than it should be. Mm-hmm. So that's a big comforting factor. I buy a lot of video games. I, I've been trying to write. I've been working on projects that aren't just election-related, which Mm -hmm. has helped. Uh, I'm writing a book about a video game called Silent Hill 2, which I am very excited about. And it's a very depressing horror game, but focusing on that depressing horror game has been so much of a relief. From our depressing horror reality. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, So I've just been doing little projects. I've been trying to do things for myself. I've started exercising. That's amazing. Yeah! Let's jump into our game. Our game today, in keeping with what you said, our game today is called Game of the Year. Mike Drucker, in addition to your Emmy-nominated work as a television writer, you're also an expert on video games. You're currently writing a book, as you mentioned, about the video game Silent Hill 2. Yep. Which is awesome. So you're the perfect person to play this game. 2020 so far has been a hard year for many people in reality. But today, we're going to exit that reality, and you're going to cheer me up by describing how we'd get through this year if it were a video game. I will score your answers based on creativity and accuracy, but most of all, I will score your answers by how much they delight me personally. Mike, are you ready to play Game of the Year? I am. I want to say I'm very nervous. You're going to do so great. Here we go. First question. Great. What do we call a video game about the year 2020? And like, what style of game is it? I would call that uh, 2016-2 RPG Gaiden <laughs> Definitive Party Edition Game of the Year 64. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a sequel, as you could tell, to, to 2016. 2016 RPG yes. Gaiden Definitive <laughs> Party Edition Game of the Year 64. <laughs> I would say it's a role-playing game mm-hmm. with a lot of, like, mini-games in it, but mostly sort of, like, think, like, Skyrim mixed with Mario Party. All right. <laughs> if you can imagine that. You know, and there's, like, lots of stats. Like, it's, like, a role-playing game, but instead of, like, strength or wisdom or charisma, you have mm-hmm. things like not panicking in public. Sure. Not posting photos of yourself with friends at a party on Instagram. <laughs> 
you know, being on a Zoom call and not masturbating. Sure. Like, there's so many, so many stats. Oh, man. This game is going to be so hard for <laughs> uh, for every TikTok celebrity and Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's going to be real rough for them. Is it a 64-bit game or is it just a throwback to the title? It is, uh, it's a 64-bit game. It's actually Perfect. going to be on the Nintendo 64 only. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that is a great part of this year, uh, which is that everything is complicated for arbitrary and uncontrollable reasons. <laughs> so I think that's a perfect choice. Amazing. This answer is obviously worth 80 points. 64 for the Nintendo 64, plus 16 because it is a sequel to uh, 2016. Next question. January through mid-March is often a bleak time of year, but ironically, it was like the easy part of 2020. If that were the early levels of our video game where you have to like learn the skills you'll use, build up your stats for the rest of the game, what would that look like in this game? I think a lot of the early levels are going to be like buying supplies. Mm -hmm. Sure. So a lot of the early levels are like, you know, first, you know, January, January and February are sort of like, you know, you're just starting out, you're allowed to walk around, you experience a few things. <laughs> this is the only RPG where the map gets smaller the further you get into the game. <laughs> and that's what's creative about it. You see, you go from having a lot of power to no power. Instead of mm -hmm. it being a power fantasy, it robs you of all power. This is big. I honestly feel like that's very innovative. <laughs> You also learn how to buy supplies uh, without hoarding. Mm -hmm. That's very fair. So, like, there's, like, a level that you have to hit yeah. for, like, maximum impact of, like, like toilet paper rolls in your apartment at any one time. Right. And there's a crafting element, you know, like in, like in Skyrim where you can make, like, swords or armor. Mm -hmm. In this game, you have to learn how to make bread. <laughs> and you have to make a lot of it, apparently. Yep. For, like, three months, and then you months. just stop. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, oh, right, I don't have to make bread. I don't they have to make bread. They still sell it. it. At no point was bread hard to find in America. No. In fact, the ingredients for bread were harder to find than bread itself. <laughs> and the only we all thing made freshly in your area every day. <laughs> every day, somewhere. It's literally the thing we use to contextualize great things is sliced bread. <laughs> and yet we, we, uh, we turned our back on it. In a panic. We did. I love this. I think powering up, learning how to make bread, slowly contracting the scope of your world yeah. until you have like your home and then the closest grocery store and everything else is just a black abyss. Right, yeah. Yeah, where normally it would open up little by little. This is this is just tremendous gameplay. I'm dazzled. I'm intrigued. Thank you. I feel cheered up knowing that it's possible to be prepared for a year such as this. This answer is worth 75 points. Yeah! Yeah, that's a good answer. All right. A strong answer. Thank yeah. you. We're going in reverse, right? So one quarter of the year, 25% has yeah. been spoken for in three months. Yeah. You get points for the other 75%. <laughs> That totally makes that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because right. we're going in reverse. This is a game of inversions. Yeah. Next question. Mm -hmm. If you could create a character to play this game as, what existing person would you model this character after? Who's the best suited to take on this year? I feel like I would model it after you, Josh. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think, like this, but you know, thank like you. loving family, <laughs> great dog. You great uh, dog. you know, like you you take things really well. You got a lot of passive abilities, like plus one to smile. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> plus ten to give someone a good day. So really, you're a good character to roll. You have a ton of you know Emmys. Mm -hmm. You know, great career ahead of you, published books. I feel like you would be the person that 
someone should most want to be like high profile enough that people love you, but not so high profile <laughs> that it ruins your life. Like you are in the sweet spot of existence. Thank you. I do feel like I've had a pretty fortunate 2020 by the standards of what is possible this year. <laughs> I think like on, I didn't hit, didn't quite hit the low end and the high end isn't that much higher than just like being okay. <laughs> All right. I will, I will accept that answer grudgingly. I'm, I'm flattered in a way that I'm not comfortable with, but <laughs> later I will think about this and be like, you know, that was really nice of Mike to say. And even, <laughs> although I was uncomfortable in the moment, I'll take that sentiment to heart. So thank you very much. That answer is worth 65 points because I'll think about it until I'm a senior citizen. Oh, that's really nice. I'm glad. That's very nice of you. Next question. Great. What would be the weakest, easiest to defeat enemies or obstacles in the video game version of 2020? Broadway singers. Um, (laughs) We didn't expect... We did not expect them to be so easily failed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out that if your industry is shouting and spit, spit shouting into each other's mouths, yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. I love Broadway musicals. Yep. So I would have faced this obstacle at some point, but just the easiest, they just blow right over, um, unfortunately, because yeah. we all love Broadway here. It is hard, right? They're, because their whole job is the thing that is dangerous. Like every Broadway show where it's still going on would just be called Vector the Musical. (laughs) (laughs) Or just Vector if it's not a musical. (laughs) They are the easiest enemies to defeat. How would you, okay, let's pivot this to something a little more cheerful. How would you, instead of defeating them, how would you recruit them to join your party? And what would they bring to the party? You know what? I would offer them a good microphone and voice actor lessons Mm -hmm. because that's a good way to pivot. If you're, mm-hmm. you know, a Broadway singer, maybe you already tried it, but I'd like be like, you got to come to my place, but you got to quarantine on my couch for a bit, mm-hmm. and then I'll give you a microphone and I'll give you a nice computer and some voice lessons. And I have industry contacts. It's almost like I'm trying to seduce them, but it's no sex. Like it's almost <laughs> like I just realized that I'm basically being like a 1950s film producer where I'm like, I'll give you these things. You literally described the process of a casting couch, but without having sex on it. Right. But it's for friendship. It's like, it's like you want to be famous, don't you? Well, we're going to play Mario Kart. <laughs> well, here's where you start paying. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to have sex with you? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That would no, be wholly unprofessional. I like that. I love befriending the, the Broadway actors, booking them into voice work. Let's, let's put those pipes to work. An excellent idea. An excellent answer. Thank you. You're welcome for the easiest enemies to defeat. This answer is worth 49 points just because a lot of Broadway theaters seem to be around like 49th Street. <laughs> Next question. In this game, what are the most sought-after power-ups and supplies? The one that make things much less challenging. You talked about stocking up earlier, but like, yeah. what are the power-ups that you look for? Um, there's one power-up that took me actually a long time to get in this game, and I had to jump through a lot of hoops. And that power-up's called Wellbutrin. <laughs> and it has really helped me power up during 2020. It's definitely, you know, like in Doom when you get a shield and it like, yep. save, it, that's what Wellbutrin does for me. It's, <laughs> it doesn't completely keep me from being damaged. Sure. But it's a little shield up there that I just like having around me. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, it's super sought after. That and Lamotrich. <laughs> <laughs> which is a bipolar medicine, also great to have. Sure. Um, so those are my power-ups. I would say other power-ups are um, Chef Boyardee <laughs> because it lasts a yep. long time, and it's not that high in calories. Chef Boyardee is actually pretty good, if you're listening. 
Um, <laughs> if, if Chef Boyardee is listening, or just for anyone listening. You know how, like, Dunkin' Donuts loves you? If Chef Boyardee found me and was like, you're our guy, I would, I would sell out whatever they needed. <laughs> I feel like, Mike, you're very successful. You're very well-liked. You have a big social media following. I think you could aim higher. <laughs> <laughs> But Chef Chef Boyardee, if you're listening, hook Mike up. Uh, There's also potions in the form of uh, different alcohols. Those (laughs) are helpful. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, one helpful power-up that a lot of people ignore early in the game is a journal. Oh, that's nice. You know, journaling helps. You know, like, you write down a little bit, powers you up in the morning. You know what you're thankful for. You know what your goals are. It's a good power-up. A very good power-up. These are all great. This answer is worth, it sounds low, but it's worth 28 points because Chef Boyardee was founded in 1928. That's acceptable. Yeah, and and I feel like you did kind of, again, lowball yourself with the product endorsement you're seeking out here. (laughs) If you make Chef Boyardee or Top Ramen, I am your man. (laughs) Oh, this is... They don't even want celebrities because it would just, like, bum someone out to seeing a celebrity, like, eating Top Ramen. Just to Moonlight Sonata as it's just, like, playing. As, As, um, like, NFL star... Lamar Jackson eats top ramen and people are like, does he do that? He, yeah, right. he can afford other food. What happened? Did yeah, he, what? Is he divorced? <laughs> Did he get divorced today? Like, <laughs> this, the day he was divorced and just didn't have any other food around. Yeah. But he could still order. This is a 28-point answer, but again, a strong answer. Great. Next question. What would be the function of the most powerful 2020 cheat code? It would shut down Twitter and Facebook. Oh. Like, it would just shut them. It, not only would it shut it down, but it would send you, like, an accurate representation of how much time total you've spent on them mm-hmm. and a list of things that you could have accomplished with your life if you hadn't done that. Wow. And, like, the loves you missed, like, mm-hmm. the opportunities, the parties you didn't go to, the people you could have met before they died. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, really, it's a really big reckoning, but also Twitter and Facebook are just shut, shut down. So it's it's like a tough love. Yeah, it's a tough love. Tough love cheat code, which most aren't, but this one I like. This, this one it is. But it does make things easier because you because you like wake up and you're like, oh, I don't have to do that. Yeah. I don't I can just face the day without having to like face the day. Mm-hmm. Right. You can just face your day. You can just face your day. Yeah, that is helpful. Wow. This that is very powerful. <laughs> this answer is worth 60 points based on the 60% of my waking hours, I'm sure I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, God, so much time. Whenever so I get that time. news, I mean, that, like, Sunday morning breakdown of time. I hate it. So much of it is Twitter. I turned it off for a while. You know what I wish it did, though? I wish it was, like, two of those hours you were writing great treats. Like, I yeah, wish it sort yeah, of yeah. gave you, like, a little bit of a like boost on it. Like, how much of that time are you crushing it? Because, <laughs> like, screen time isn't all—I wrote about this uh, right. at the beginning of quarantine, but, like, screen time isn't all equal. Like, I feel like any time I spend texting— is yeah. like worthwhile time. That's my whole social life. Even, and even Twitter, like if you're like taking part of an event, watching a yes, debate, or t- totally. you do also talk to people on Twitter. Yes, for sure. So it's not just like, I don't just scroll and go like, ah, oh, well, hmm, interesting. Like, yeah. And it's also like, I don't know, people, when, if somebody watches two football games on a Sunday, right? That's six hours of screen time that doesn't get counted because my phone doesn't know about my TV. (laughs) And it's going to stay that way. I make sure they don't fraternize. That's why I don't like smart appliances. I don't want them ganging up on me (laughs) thinking (laughs) I'm the dumb one. I like that they're each secret girlfriends that you don't want to meet. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I think of it less as like cheating and more like a Fred Flintstone situation where I've got parts of my life and I'm just <laughs> kind of like making sure, like I want to do them all. Right. And I, it's not wrong for doing for doing them as long as I can get away with it. Right, and your phone's like a small mammal that's like, it's a living, <laughs> and then you like put it down and it runs. Yeah, 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 it's like a vole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would be a bird if it was tweeting, right? Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Next question. What will be the final boss in our game, and how should the player defeat it? What's its weakness? The final boss of this game is the person you've become. So Mm. you sort of have to, like, you really just have to, like, look in the mirror. And it's sort of imagine, like, a Japanese role-playing game where... It's like sort of the internal you where you have like one angel wing and like a, like two weird halos. <laughs> and you just have to have a conversation with yourself and sort of be like, I've become a meaner person. You know, I've just, I came out of this, I wanted to come in with positivity, but at the end of this, I'm a, I'm a meaner, more isolated person. And you have to have that conversation and that's hard. That is hard. What, how do you overcome that? How do you overcome the kind of like defense mechanisms you've put up throughout the course of the year? The way you overcome a lot of things, Josh, honesty. You just wow. got to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Oof. This is a very difficult game It's a very to hard game. Yeah. yeah. This is a, I mean, it's a hard year, a hard game. Yeah. Um, what's something kind that you would say to you at the end of, of this year to help beat this boss of your own kind of calcified quarantine self? <laughs> I would be like, oh, hey, man. Like, look, I get it. You know, we didn't finish that movie script. It wasn't a great idea. That's okay. But you became head writer of a show and you made it through quarantine and you were, you know, doing your best. So maybe cheer up a bit and I'd be like, "Ah, I'm still mad at people. It's like, I know, man, but just, you know, think about the things that you did right. Yeah, think about the things that you did right. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. That's that well-butrim power up at work. I think that's beautiful. That's so difficult to to face down yourself. We're the boss battle of our own lives, and we have to fight it every day. <laughs> that's so true. That's me as like a Tony Robbins for nerds. Right. And and to and you know, speaking of my inventory, I throw a lot of well betrayed at that guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Just handfuls. A great answer. Just, I think it's true. I think your way through this boss battle is really thoughtful and tender. Yeah. And I think this answer is worth 57 points. Thank you very much. Thank you. Next question. Please describe the elaborate cutscene that you see when you beat this game that you kind of wish you could fast forward, but is like impressive in its graphics capability, I guess. So this is, you know, obviously this would take place in December after the election, mm-hmm. assuming all things go well. I think mm-hmm. that there has to be a December challenge. You know, we've had so many challenges, which I would think is like a meteor. Yes. So I imagine it, meteor bearing down at Earth, and mm-hmm. everyone's holding hands and singing like old Lang Syne or something. Okay. When you say everyone, this is everyone. all the people of Earth? <laughs> okay. All the people of Earth. All the people of Earth hold hands because COVID is also fixed. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> we fixed this COVID. is very good. Honestly, if you were to tell me no COVID, just Meteor, I would take yeah. it. No, I would take that no, deal. no COVID, yeah. And so everyone's singing, and that singing creates like a power that pushes the Meteor away. Yeah. And then at that moment, it turns to 2021. 20, and then like someone's like, 2021, that's a story for another time. And then you get oh, press. Oh, yeah. 
That's very yeah. good. I like this because this, you know, who's really going to kick ass at, at, at repelling this meteor is all the Broadway singers. Yeah, they're going to come back. They're going to come back. This is their moment to shine. And you're going to be glad that you recruited them into your party by offering them friendship and a couch and video games. <laughs> Perfect. True, true. Yes. They can, they, if, you're, if you're a Broadway singer and you don't have COVID, let's hang out. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is so much better than Chef Boyardee. If you're a Broadway singer who is the heir to the Chef Boyardee fortune <laughs> and you're single, ring, ring, ring. Hey, just call Mike up, hit him up on social media. Be yeah. like, my name is Megan Boyardee <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an understudy in Wicked oh, man. and a canned pasta heiress. And I don't have COVID. And I don't have COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. part of it. So Megan, if you've got COVID... Don't don't do bother. It. it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it's not. This isn't an opportunity for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do it. You're going to get people sick. Be responsible. You already blew it. Yeah, you already blew it. This answer is worth ninety eight points. Yeah, which is the year that Armageddon came out, which was a classic asteroid coming to Earth yeah. film. So this is worth ninety eight points. I always forget the difference between a meteor and an asteroid. Me too. Um, if you're listening and you're a Broadway singer and you know the difference <laughs> between a meteor and an asteroid, I have such a narrow, <laughs> such narrow parameters. It's like I got mm-hmm. hostages. It's that many demands. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, like you're trying to stall while your plan <laughs> comes together so the police don't come. Need a Broadway singer, not COVID, Chef Boyardee, and uh, a helicopter with $100,000 in it. Now. Uh, magic eight ball, but all the answers are you go, girl. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I kind of want that now. Like, I want that to be a gift I could buy myself. I feel like cocaine is the eight ball that tells you you go, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's a science eight ball. <laughs> Not magic at all. Incredible. You're tearing through this game. We have one more question left. It mm-hmm. is a bonus question. Great. It is currently, as this podcast is coming out, election day. Which existing video game character would make the best U.S. president and why? And some presidents have appeared in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronald Reagan was in Bad Dudes. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton's cat had a game that was never released for the Super Nintendo called Socks the Cat, which is a real game. Wow. Um, which I don't know why it was never released. But I think, and this is a very, this is like a deep cut of a deep cut, but there was this game called Captain Novelin, and it was an educational game for diabetic children about how to manage their diet and insulin. Mm-hmm. And it was on the Super Nintendo, and it was a game they gave to hospitals. And the whole game is like this very sweet thing where it's like gently like telling kids what to eat and like how to manage and enter like what their levels are. And I kind of feel like he would like be good for healthcare. Yeah. You know, he's also a captain, and that's middle America. Like, they love the military, and they're love like, you know, get to salute somebody. And yep. he is the, the video game character who cares the most about healthcare. Incredible. Yeah. I feel like with the price of insulin spiraling out of control, yeah. it seems like Captain Novelin is someone who, who has that as an issue close to his heart. Right. And I, I want to bring up one of the enemies in the game is called Serial Killer, but C-E-R-E-A-L. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's very charming to me. I love it. 
honestly, I feel like move over Dr. Fauci, Captain Novelin is, no- is the man for this moment. Yeah. The man for this moment. Yeah. This is a great answer. <laughs> Obviously, this answer is worth 46 points because you'd be the 46th president. Incredible. What a sweet and wonderful way to close out this game. That brings your total score to 558 points, the yes. highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Yes. How do you feel? I feel so good about this. I feel wonderful. so good. Great. I'm so glad. As the grand prize winner of this week's Make My Day episode, you have won $100 as a donation or contribution to the cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? Uh, The money will be going to the Child's Play Charity, which is childsplaycharity.org. It is a charity that buys toys and games for children in hospitals. And especially around this holiday season, it's always hard for kids in hospitals, but now it's much harder for family and friends to visit. So these kids could really use something. Oh, that's really great. I will put all the information for listeners if they want to donate in the social media for the show. Child's Play Like charity. the horror movie, but then the word charity after. <laughs> <laughs> Checky really turned over a new leaf. Yeah, he's much better now. He's really sorry. <laughs> he's really sorry. <laughs> Chucky, he really just a notes app apology from Chucky. Like, uh, I shouldn't have been such a murderous doll. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to anyone, anyone who was murdered by me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to anyone who might have been hurt by the things I did, like murdering them with knives. Child's Play Charity, that, that's so sweet. And that's a first for the show. Which is- hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Which is really exciting. Yeah. Finally, on today's show, we have the pep talks. Each of us will give a pep talk to a person or group that we think really could use it today, this week, going forward. I'll go first. My pep talk is for people who believe their vote doesn't matter. First of all, if you live in a state with a relatively small population like Wyoming or South Dakota, you have a disproportionately powerful vote, not to mention extra strong senators. So congratulations on that. Your vote actually matters more than it should. And for anyone in a swing state, Obviously, your votes count, but prepare for half the country to blame you for the result of the election today, regardless of which way it turns out. For everyone else, it's frustrating to feel so powerless in the face of big political systems. But even if the presidential election feels like a foregone conclusion where you are, there are probably important down-ballot races and initiatives that your vote can actually influence. And those can be decided by a few dozen votes sometimes, which means you get your whole softball league or all your combined group text threads involved, you could swing that election. Granted, it is sometimes hard for a softball team to decide on a t-shirt design, never mind a political position, but do your best, that's all you can do. Plus, electoral politics is obviously not the totality of political involvement. You don't have to wait to get involved every year or every four years. That would be like if the only thing you watched on TV was the Super Bowl. Why would you do that? There's even other football if you like football. There's so many other ways in voting to make a difference. Participate in a protest march, join a mutual aid group, or become involved in a labor union if that's possible where you are and with what your job is. Participate in organizing efforts at a local level or for a local political candidate. I don't know, eat less red meat, that's something. And every little bit helps. You can be a part of that. If the worst people in the world 
can get up on Saturday morning at dawn to yell at teenagers outside Planned Parenthood, you can find the energy to match that enthusiasm for a more worthy cause. So go out and vote today, sure, but then go ahead and radicalize your softball league to work towards a more just and compassionate world the rest of the year. Mike, it is time for your pep talk. That's, that's really sweet. What you Thank said you. was really sweet. I think I'm gonna do my pep talk for Broadway singers. Hey guys, you don't know me, but I've seen a lot of your shows. I'm Mike, and I know right now is a scary time, and your, your industry is in trouble. It's really hard. It is very hard. An entire industry has been felled by a disease. And you're probably really lost, but you're still very talented and you still have a lot to offer. I know we joked about voiceover lessons, but hopefully you can lend your voice to things. Maybe now's the time to, you know, work on that musical that you've thought of conceptualizing yourself and selling yourself. You know, it's also a great time, since everyone's free, to work on getting a better actor's equity contract going. Maybe you want different residuals with the way shows are run or originated. There's a lot of things, and maybe I'm not using the right terminology, and I apologize for that as well, but you guys are important, and your jobs will come back. And I know it seems very scary right now after having trained your whole life for a very specific skill that you cannot use in the moment, but people want that skill, and they like musicals. Everyone likes musicals. The reason Hamilton did so well in Disney Plus is people like musicals, and Lin-Manuel Miranda. So if you can get Lin-Manuel Miranda for your musical, that's also very helpful. But you guys are great. At the end of the day, I need you to get out there and I need you to keep believing in yourself. And a lot of people do. That's so wonderful. I think any Broadway singers that listen to this and Broadway performers and instrumentalists and such, I think will feel really heartened by that. That was lovely. And that's been our show. I'm your host, Josh Gondel, and that has been Make My Election Day. Oh, wow. Uh, thank you so much to Mike Drucker for just bodying that game of Game of the Year. <laughs> thank you. Of course. Mike, where can people find you and your work? You can watch Full Frontal with Samantha B. 10.30 p.m. Wednesdays on TBS. If you're listening to this right now on Election Day, we have a special tomorrow, the day after the Election Day. Again, that Wednesday, 10.30 p.m. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Drucker, M-I-K-E-D-R-U-C-K-E-R. And on Instagram, at Mike Drucker is dead. If you want to see all the random toys I buy for myself in quarantine. They're very cool. They are very cool. I like seeing them. That's wonderful. And if anybody wants to donate to the Child's Play charity, I'll have all that information up in the show notes as well. If you have your own answers to today's game of Game of the Year, tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman. I will also say you can tweet them at Mike because he is as terminally online as I am. So <laughs> it'll be nice to inundate him with a couple of nice tweets about the game. Well, that's all the Make My Day for today. Thank you once again for listening. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a huge help to the show if you have a second to rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. Nice days.